0: My guy, what's up, Brody? What's going on with you? How, How you, are you, you feeling? Me? No, I'm all right. Just maintaining yeah. in this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, yeah. everybody else.
1: I feel you. How you and the fam holding up, though? Everybody safe? Everybody good?
0: Yeah, we all good. Uh, I'm in Louisville right now, but I've been, been home to the a couple of times. Like, grandma yeah. don't even want to see me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that day yeah. on that type of – my family on that type of energy. So, we, we all been safe. Okay,
1: good, good. Um, Like I said, thanks for joining me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Definitely an honor to have you on here. You know, um, some of these questions, bro, I'm going to kind of test you a little bit, see what you come up with. It's all good. Um, Just to start off, bro, just, you know what I'm saying, just explain who you are, where you're from, you know, your upbringing and stuff like that, you know,
0: uh, what it it was like in your household and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's why I started at home, you know, single mom. South Side. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from uh, South Holland, you know, so I lived in Dalton, South Holland area. Yeah. People that know that's South Side of Chicago or whatever. People not from the area, but um, yeah, public school my whole life. Luckily, I was blessed to uh had the option to, to to choose what high school I wanted to go to. You know, yeah. Um, like finances, I got better in my house, so I, I chose to go to Saint Rita. Probably yeah. was one of the best decisions I made. Um. I was a knucklehead growing up. You know what yeah. I mean? Had I went to a public school, I'd probably be in a total different situation right now Thanks. for me personally. So I made that decision originally for football. A lot of people know that. If you yeah. know me personally, ended up playing basketball, falling in love with it. Yep. Made made that decision to go to Penn. You know, spent, spent my time there, score some baskets. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, coach got fired. You know, it's part of the business. I learned that firsthand. Yeah, my coach got fired. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting a job with the Celtics, so it all worked out for him. But yeah. you know, I was stuck in limbo kind of because I was a guy I had trusted throughout that whole time. Yeah. So I so I ended up putting myself in the transfer portal, and then I made that decision to go play for Ricky P. Yeah, in the Legendary. Cards. Yeah. Yeah, that was something I couldn't pass up at, at the time. You know. And then, yeah. you know, I did my thing. Luckily, I had established enough um, film for me to go play in Europe. And, you know, that's what I've been doing for the f- past three years.
1: Right. First
0: year I was in England, Germany, the last two. So, yeah. you know, just, just on this journey right now.
1: Yeah. Respect on that, bro. That's that's definitely big. You know what I'm saying? Coming from Chicago, that's big time. Yeah. All right, bro. So, we're going to get right into these questions. Like I said, All some right. of these I'm going to kind of test you a little bit. All uh, right. Um, so question one I always start off with is, who is the GOAT, MJ, Kobe, or Bron, and then put them in order, unless you got a different GOAT you go by?
0: Man, I got to put them in order? Yeah. i am going to uh I can't, like, 1A, 1B it. That's cool. That's cool. You still got to put somebody ahead of somebody, though. Right. So I'm going I'm to just go ahead and say uh, Mike is number one. Okay. And then I'm gonna put I'm gonna put uh Kobe 2A and LeBron 2B. Okay, respect that. Now is that just going off numbers or that's going off championships? I mean no, to, 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 yeah so to me like you play to win at the end of the day, facts. Like they all got lots of rings, but Mike 6 and 0. Oh, yeah. Like he never went to game 7. Mhm. So like it to me it ain't even close. Like he took a break, yeah. came back. Yeah, did that. Kobe needed Shaq his first three, you know, yeah. and then he took a lot of bumps after Shaq left. Yeah, he finally got it going. He got some a little more help. He got it going. Uh, so that's why I got him two a. And then LeBron, I'm a, I'm more of a, you know, it's either like Kobe or LeBron. Like that's yeah. always the competent, like the conversation. I'm yeah. a Kobe guy. Okay. I ain't got nothing against LeBron. I think LeBron is an amazing player. He wanted to. Generational talent, he probably one of the most dominating forces like that we've seen since Shaq just physically. Mm-hmm. So, um, he right there, he got his rings. It took him, uh, he took a lot of lumps to get him though. So, that's 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 one of the only reasons I got him to be
1: okay. I respect that.
0: Um, for you, bro, who was your favorite player growing up? Right. So, like, like I said, like, I was really into football growing up, like, when I True. was a kid, one of the like. But I ain't going to lie, one of the first, like, real basketball players that I, like, was, like, man, like, this dude out here, like, something different was Allen yeah. Iverson. He was yeah. one of the first ones where I was, like, oh, he, this, this like, different. Like, he bringing mm-hmm. a whole different energy to the court. Because yeah. to me, like, I played football since I was five. So, for me, like, basketball was soft. Yeah. And he was one of the, he was, one, first of all, he was the smallest dude on the court pretty much every game yeah he has so many injuries that he's always playing through, and he and he really landed out there yeah. like diving for loose balls, getting knocked on his butt every game yep. you know what i mean so and then obviously he 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 a cultural icon for for all of us facts now you know who you watch now you know since
1: there's a lot of young talent coming up now uh, who you rock with, you know what I'm saying with the younger generation now in the league
0: it's a lot of young talent. So like I'm 26. So I'm going to say young is like anybody under like 23. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. It's different. Like people pass. So, cause it might be like a 25 year old rookie, but yeah. yeah, he a rookie, but like that ain't like he got experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as far as like the youth, definitely. I got to rock with my teammate Donovan. I love Trey young. Um, Luca, obviously, is, like, something that we ain't seen in a very, very, like, people, yeah, a long time, if you ain't never even seen it before, if you're not really a a basketball historian, you Mm -hmm. probably ain't never seen it, so he's something something different, he's gonna be running the league for a long, long time, (laughs) like, especially after LeBron leave, and, uh, them the main ones, man. I I like Tyler Hero a lot. He got a lot yeah. of sauce to his game as far as just like age wise. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum obviously got a lot of got a lot of stuff to his game. I rock with uh Shea Gilgis, man. That oh man yeah, different. He, yeah he's definitely different. He come with a whole different pace. Yep. His pace and his length and like his poise is on a, on another level for somebody yep. his age for sure. Yep.
1: Definitely. Um, all right, so give me your top five NBA players in the league right now.
0: Everybody healthy. Everybody healthy? Yeah. Let's see uh, what you um, rock
1: with.
0: KD one, LeBron two. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, <laughs> Steph, Steph three. Okay. James Harden four. Okay. And I'm going to go with Dame Lillard. Five. Mm. he's still underrated he's still so underrated so where's uh where's Kawhi Kawhi Luka Giannis, Ka- Ka- they right there they right okay. there but I, t- like I'm the type of person like obviously I'm a point guard so I'm on favor to point guards more like, One. Yeah. also like I'm big on like your demeanor like how you carry yourself on the court like true what type of leader you are because you're the best player like Everything yeah. come come along with that, yeah. in my opinion. Like how you carry yourself, what type of teammate are you, what what type of antics you got going on on the court and so, off the court. To me, yeah. that's that play a big part. My bad. At the end of the day, like I said, no, we good. all trying to win. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. And I forgot Ja Morant also. I see somebody uh coming. Yeah, we definitely I, tweet. I yeah. definitely forgot Ja Morant. He he. Yeah, he the next one.
1: Thanks. Um. All right. So this question, I kind of it's a new one. For you, who do you think will win the dream team or that twenty twelve Olympic team? Ooh, that's real tough, bro. I feel like that comes down to what rules we playing under, like what era we
0: playing in. That's true, but, like, the 2012 Olympic team, it wasn't like – it also wasn't like they had a bunch of just, like, sharpshooters on their team. True. You know, they had – you know, they had Kobe on their team. Like, they had some dudes who can play physical, who can play that brand of yep. basketball. That's tough, bro.
1: That's tough. Yeah. I, I,
0: I got to give respect to the OGs, though, just because, like, so many of them already in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, them, a lot of them dudes is top 50 players already. Yep. So I just got to get at, give them that edge on that. To I feel OGs. like you can't really go wrong. Thanks. Um, for you, bro, you got a favorite basketball moment of your career? Man. Honestly i probably say, like, when I first got that first call to get a scholarship, probably that, or just, like, signing my first pro contract. Like, like I said, I came to basketball, like, late, really, like, my sophomore year of high school, so I was really going out on a limb, because I had been playing football my whole life, expecting Mm -hmm. to, you know, go to college for that. Mm -hmm. So I was really going out on a limb, and I just fell in love with the game, but. I still didn't get my first offer until, like, that first summer going into my senior – thats my last summer going into my senior year. So, I'm going into that AAU season with, like, really questioning, you know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. this about to happen? Was, is this about to pop? You know what I'm saying? Nope. I don't want to be no senior trying to get offers during the senior season, you feel me? Yeah. So, that was a big moment for me, just a lot of, like, relief. And then, obviously, playing overseas, uh Professionally, that was that was huge. You know what I mean? For so many people I know that just don't get the opportunity. Yep. That that deserve it. No matter what level it's at. It's a lot of dudes out there that can play basketball and just don't never got that opportunity. So that Facts. was big. Facts. Uh this one may be kind of if you could name multiple
1: to help you out, that'd probably be easier for you. Uh mm-hmm. you you have a favorite teammate.
0: I know yeah, you live with a bunch of people, bro. You don't want to leave yeah. nobody out. Yeah, that, yeah, man. I had a, I had a lot of great teammates, um, and that played, like, a big part in your development also. Yeah. Like, one one I'll just say that it stands out to me is, like, uh, the first year I played pro, his uh, name, Alex Owumi. He played, played at Georgetown, mm-hmm. played overseas for, like, been playing for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Um, so he was a real vet, real OG, and he just was throwing me so many gems, just like on the court, off the court, about saving money, all type of stuff that like guys don't have to do. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. when you're professional, um, you know, guys kind of show up for work and then go their own ways. And yeah. He he was never like that. He was he, normally <laughs> I'm 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 getting extra work in like by myself. Mm-hmm. And he, he took the initiative first day, like, come on, we finna get extra shots up, like stuff like that. Just like,
1: you yeah. know what I mean?
0: That make you feel at home when you got that type of environment because that's what I'm used to. Right. And just all the gems that he was throwing. Okay. So, but I don't want to diss nobody. I got so many nah, new, like, great teammates. You know yeah. how that is.
1: Yep. Um, same thing with this one. You got a favorite
0: coach, you know what I'm saying, that pretty much helped. I can't I mean, that's even. Kinda, you can't do that one? I played for some great coaches, like yeah. high school coach, you know, you know my high school coach. I was super blessed. Like he probably the reason that I quit football and I'm, you know what I'm saying? That's something yeah. I've been doing for more than half of my life. So like he's so influential and my college coach was so influential. Like he was somebody, I went to an Ivy league school, but he looked just like me come from the same place like me. Yep. from philadelphia though so you know what i mean that was just major in my growth as a, a person and then like obviously coach patino i only was with him for one year but come on man legendary like, yeah like that speaks for itself and then all my professional coaches was good they were all like very different really? like, from different areas one was from england one was from serbia one's from germany but they all like had their own flavor and i really respected all of them they like my first one, he let me go. Second one, let me go. Third one, yeah. it was also like a household name over there in Europe, like almost yeah. like Coach Patino to to basketball here in the States. Like, so yeah, I played for a lot of great coaches. I ain't gonna lie, I've been really blessed. Thanks. Um, this question, I know you kind of you know touched on it a little bit.
1: I know you said you started off playing football, but right. like, when did you? really get introduced into the game of basketball? Like, were you always playing ball, like, for fun while playing football? Or were right. you just, like, to somebody, be like, hey, man, come try hooping.
0: You might like it. Right. So, like, nah. I never – like, I would play outside, like, obviously, because that's what we did as kids. Like, we yep. played football, too. So, like, I was just playing whatever, you know, just mm-hmm. being a kid at the time. I played basketball when I was, like, three, four years old, like, bitty okay. ball stuff like that but after that i hadn't played on a team until like seventh grade okay and i and i only did that because i transferred to a school and that's what all my friends was doing it wasn't really nothing that you know what i'm saying it wasn't really nothing that i was like taking super serious i was still good just because i was athletic you know what i mean and i played sports so i wasn't like you know totally foreign to it but it wasn't something that really clicked, and I, like, fell in love with it until, like, my sophomore, going into my junior year. So that's when you really was like, all right, this is what I want to do with my life? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, For you, bro, what
1: was something big that you had to overcome in life that you're proud of today?
0: Uh, a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Really, probably, probably just myself. Like... I feel like everybody is they probably at the end of the day, probably is their own worst enemy. Like we, we normally our biggest critic Mm -hmm. Like as much as like people say, say like they want for us and all of that. Most of the time, like don't nobody want more for you than you want for yourself. And just like understanding that being patient with it and just like knowing that like Nipsey really hit it on the head when he said like, it's a marathon. Yep. and everything, no matter where you at, what level you at, whether you at the bottom or all the way in the penthouse, like, it's still a marathon.
1: Yeah. And,
0: I, I mean, I feel like COVID, for real, like, put that into perspective for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just sitting down, not doing nothing like, what's going on right now, you know? Yeah. Having to adapt. Because yep. everybody got to. Either you're going to adapt or you're going to lay over and die. You see what's going on with, in terms of government assistance, everything that's going on right now, you know, so. Right. Okay. Um,
1: For you, bro, kind of talk a little bit about your, you know, recruiting process. Like I say, going, already going to St. Rita, you know what I'm saying, that's one of the well-known Hooper schools in Chicago. right? Um, so for you, you know, when your recruiting started getting hot, you know, how was it for you when you, you know what I'm saying, committed your visits and stuff like that? Talk about that, and what were some of the schools that was talking to you?
0: Honestly, like, when I got there, it was it was still a football school. Like it didn't yeah. really transition into a basketball school like until like my junior, senior.
1: Yep. And then those guys,
0: you know, the guys that came after me, that was the younger guys that was on my team. I feel like that's when we really transitioned into a Chicago basketball school. But um like I said, I ain't really get recruited until that summer. Like I got a call, like we we uh was playing at AAU uh in indianapolis i might have averaged like 40 this tournament and was just in a groove you know what i'm saying uh what team did you play with so i played 16 the year before with mean Streets. okay and then he not he not there no more so i could say this but we was playing with our high school team um you know coach d like he know everybody so he knew all the tournament directors and stuff so they was mm-hmm. just letting us rock yeah and so most so mo like it was really me aj and cullen Everybody else was young, like 15, 14. So we was getting waxed, but we was getting our heads beat in a few times, but I was still doing what I was supposed to. So after I had came back from that tournament, I remember the first call was from South Florida, which in the time was in the Big East. So that was like, that's like high major, you know what I mean? For that to be my first offer, that was like amazing. And then literally right after I got off the phone with them, the phone just kept buzzing. Like kept buzzing, kept buzzing. I got like ten offers in that one day. A lot of, a lot of schools like around, the, a lot of mid majors around the area, like Loyola, uh, Rice State, uh, Dayton, uh, and you know that's a that's a pretty good mid major um, schools like that around the area. And then maybe like a month or two later, like right before the season was starting, I started getting bigger schools start coming to my games. You know, like Notre Dame. Georgetown, like start start coming to AAU, kept coming and watching us practice yep. for preseason stuff like that. But I could just commit it to Penn. Like that was that was the only visit that I took. Mm-hmm. To me, that was the only visit that I needed. Um, like my coach always said it's better to be a small, a, a big fish in a small pond True. than a small fish in a big pond. So I knew right away, like, I want to go somewhere that I'm going to play. And yeah. I know I'm gonna play. I'm gonna be able to have an impact. Went on my visit. Obviously, it's Penn. Like you ain't gotta sell the academics to me. I know what yeah. that is. What that's no. gonna do for me. Uh, we played pickup a few times. Guys was cool. I rocked with everybody. And then after we played pickup, I knew right away I was gonna be able to play from day one. So yeah. And they they had just showed me the most love. Like they was there the whole time. Like they had a coach pretty much everywhere. Like we was in Indianapolis. We was in Vegas, West Virginia. They was all over. They was everywhere at every game. They wasn't series. too bad, bro. Right. So, you know what I mean? That's what's most important. You got to go where you want it. Yeah. So, that was, that was how I made that decision. Facts. Um, and
1: then for you, bro, you know what I'm saying, playing ball in, in high school, which is like, you know what I'm saying, in high school, is it's only serious if you make it serious. You know what I'm saying? In high school, yeah. like, you, go to, you go to practice. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It, it is so, what it is.
1: If you're serious or not, it is what it is. And then when you get to college, bro, that's when everything turns for you. That's when you got, you know what I'm saying, early morning workouts, film, class, and you got film again. You might have practice, walkthrough. It's just a a, a headache. For sure. What was that big adjustment for you that took you a minute to adjust to the college life coming from high school? Because a lot of my homies that played college ball was like, bro, I wanted to quit. You know what I'm saying? Because the the practices were so hard and everything like that. So how did you adjust to the college life after a while? That's just that mindset, bro. I ain't gonna
0: lie, That that's just the mindset that you gotta have. I was prepared for it, like my high school coach, I was well prepared for for, for the college game in terms of like, the amount of time that we was gonna have to put in, yeah. the, the the yelling that you was gonna hear. I was very, very well aware of what was coming. Uh, I'll just tell you a quick story, like we was playing AAU this summer go, going into my senior year, right? So, like, we know, like, coaches know because my coach knew everybody. So, a lot of college coaches knew, like, they, they might get waxed, but, like, we we watching these players. They young. They got some young talent. They got this kid, Tony. We're going to see what they do, even though mm-hmm. they might get waxed. It would be games where uh, it'll be a tip. Tip off, right? We'll come down one possession. They'll come down one possession. I might foul somebody. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether the gym is full or there's nobody in the gym. I found somebody that very next possession. So as I'm walking to the bench, he's yelling at me the entire time. This is the summer going into before my senior year, right? With no mm-hmm. offers at the time. So I'm like, man, like, like, why? what, Like, what's going on, bro? Like, what are you doing? Why would you why would you be doing this right now? You know what I mean? But obviously, he just preparing me for something bigger. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't come back in that game either. I'd be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be sitting for the rest of the day, like, for the rest of the day. And then, you know, he'll talk to me afterwards, like, you know, say whatever he had to say. And, and, you know, I just took that on the chin. But I ain't going to lie, I feel like that really prepared me for, like, what was was next. Gotcha. Now,
1: playing professional ball. Right. What was the difference between college and professional, ball? Because I feel like college...
0: That's a whole is... different yeah.
1: ball game. Exactly. So how was that for you, you know, adjusting to the to the, the pro-life, especially halfway across the world, you know what I'm saying? Right. How did you adjust to the lifestyle, the time right. zone, the food, you know what I'm saying, the language? How was right. that for you?
0: So my first year was a blessing because I was in England, so everybody spoke English, right? Yep. So that wasn't too big of an adjustment in terms of, like, living culturally. Obviously, I I was on my own. I had to cook my own meals and do all that. But I was, you know, I was ready for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of, like, playing, it just depends on where you're at. Like, a lot of different countries got a lot of different playing styles. A lot of coaches from different countries are very different, yep. you know. So, I was in a position where I kind of was able to come in. I was blessed. And my coach just let me rock out. Um, I think he saw right away that, like, I was going to be one of the best players or have a chance to be one of the best players in the league, not just on our team.
1: Yeah. And
0: um, he kind of put that confidence right into me. Like, he knew that right away. And it took us a while for us to get it going, but I ended up having a phenomenal year. Like, you got to adjust, obviously, to – I would say the biggest adjustment is adjusting to players' personalities because everybody has made it to this level for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So – you got to learn, really learn, especially as a point guard, you got to really learn how to talk to guys. You got to really learn how what what push guys' buttons, how you motivate certain guys, because guys got egos, especially at, if you think guys got egos at the collegiate level, yeah. what you think these pros are like. Mm-hmm. And and I'm a rookie, and I got bigs that's 30. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they grown, man. They've been doing this for some years. So how am I going to talk to them? Am I going to stand my ground? Am I going to know when to back down? Stuff like that. I think that's the biggest adjustment um plan wise it's basketball it's obvious honestly it's it's easier to play professional than it is college in college your coaches put a lot of restrictions in they try to they try to kind of want it to be their way Mm -hmm. and professional coaches don't really care how you get it done as long as you get it done at the end of the day you just got to produce however you're going to produce and if it's efficient and if everybody's happy they're going to be happy and we win in games at the end of the day. That's what's most important. So I would say that was the biggest adjustment for sure. And it's a little more physical. They yeah. allow – but 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 that, but like I said, that depends on where you plan playing at. Because in England, was it's one of the most fast-paced leagues in Europe. Yep. And in Germany, it was very physical. They're not calling a lot of fouls and things like that. So you just got to be able to adjust on the fly almost. But it, it takes a few games, a couple weeks, a couple practices, but you'll be able to adjust. It's basketball.
1: Flags. Um, to name a few, you know what I'm saying? Being a hooper, you know, we always got that one person hooping against, you know, you got to come with every time. Who yeah, is that definitely. person for you, you know what I'm saying? If you have a most memorable, the most recent, but who is that person for you that know you got to be on your A game every possession?
0: Man, I I don't, I don't, ain't going to say it's a person. Uh-huh. It's, there's, a, there's actually a few people, but I, w- I would say, like, just them practices at Louisville. Like oh yeah, it, this was a different level coming, mm-hmm. especially coming from Penn to Louisville. Like this was it was a different intensity every day. Every day was a, a different intensity that I that you gotta adjust to. And you really gotta be coming in to practice every day, mentally ready to compete. Like like it's a war. Because if not, yeah. you're gonna get embarrassed. Who was like, on that team with you? It's that simple. You're gonna get embarrassed. Uh Q Snyder, he's playing right now in Cyprus. Donovan, we all know Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um Danger he played he played for the Raptors, played for the Cavs, he's in Australia now. Um Mango Matthew, he's playing in Oh yeah, I had a nice Italy. Yeah, we had a lot of guys. Jalen Johnson, he played for the Windy City Bulls. Um he played for Minnesota G League. Ray Spalding play for Charlotte G League. We had a lot of guys. On oh, our I rock team. with him heavy. I play with him yeah. on 2K all the time. I rock with him heavy. Yeah, we had we had a lot of guys on our team. I ain't gonna lie. So it was it was a different level. You have to bring that every time. Yeah. Um. This one, like I said,
1: every time I have a Chicago guy on here, this question is my favorite one to ask them. This one that everybody have trouble with. So you're gonna create a team. So if you're gonna include yourself, I need four people from mm-hmm. Chicago all the time. What file you rock with? I got to include myself. No, I'm saying you don't have to. I'm saying if you do,
0: you know what I'm saying, just give me four others. All right. I'm just going to go with some pros. I ain't going to lie. Them, them, you know, they play at the highest level. I got to right. go with Jawan Howard. We going to count KG? Yep. All right, so Jawan Howard, KG, them the two bigs, Jabari, D-Rose, and... I'm either like, either either K nine because that's my boy, or we can go uh, Isaiah Thomas. Like you can't just like disrespect a Hall of Famer like that. So so you gonna put Jay Howard over AD? I mean, I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, 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 he out of there. He, <laughs> he said there. he out of there. <laughs> He's out of there. We gotta go AD. I'm I'm big time tripping. Yeah. So AD, you know, who was your one? Okay, go ahead. A A D, K G, Jabari, D Rose, and then either K 9 or uh or Isaiah Thomas. Okay. I respect that
1: one. Um for you, bro. How do you deal with with just pressure on the court? You know what I'm saying? You being the point guard, you the leader, you the general, you keep everybody, you know what
0: I'm saying, in check. Mm. How do you deal with, with, with pressure on the court? I try to deal with it off the court as much as I can before I get on the court, right? Yeah. So like If I got a game, I'm I'm meditating. You know, I got my playlist. I'm doing yeah. affirmations. All of that stuff. So when I get to the game, it's, I almost want to be in a mental state where it's like I, I have no care about the results. Like whether we win this game, we lose this game. Whether I have 30 points, zero points, like I don't care because I think when you aiming for something sometimes, and you uh, thinking about something, like ah, I gotta do this, or like ah, if I don't do this, then that's when you mess up. Like I play, I know I play my best when I'm just playing yeah. carefree. I'm not thinking about nothing. I'm just reacting to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think that's when people are in that zone that they talk about when like nothing else matters. So yeah. that's I just, I just try to get to that as much as I can. Oh, somebody said no D Wade. Yeah, we tripping, too, on the D-Wade, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so we got to go. So, yeah, so we got to go D-Rose, D-Wade, Jabari, AD, KG.
1: Okay. That's, I don't think we're missing nobody else, really.
0: Yeah, I don't think we could get no better oh, than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me see. Oh, for you, I know you kind of just hit it on the head, but, like, you played carefree. But, like, as a competitor, bro, how do you deal with losing? Or just a loss? Like, how do you deal with that? Do you just be like, okay, we're going to turn that into a learning experience about this game? Like, okay, this is what we didn't do right, this is what we didn't do right. Or how do you deal with a loss for you?
0: Right. So, like, that's different than you would – I would deal with that, like, when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Now, for me as a pro, like, in college, as a leader, you kind of got a little leeway in terms of, like, how you could talk to guys, how, what you could say in the locker room and stuff like that, and obviously yeah. this all just depend on like what team you on. You feel me? But um, I would just say that like I try to try to say as little as possible, right? Like right after the game, right? Because that's mm-hmm. when everybody's emotions is its highest, right? Well, guys could tempers could flare in the locker room. Yeah, it could it could go bad, and that could spiral into something real bad,
1: kill the chemistry.
0: Right. So I try to just not say as much. Just try to really focus on myself. I kind of do the same after a win or a loss. Like just try to not be too, too, too high, or too, too low. And then just take like I said, take some time, go back, watch the film, look at the stat sheet, know what I did wrong. And then like you can't really like worry too, too much. Like like I said, it's a team, but it's totally different at the professional level. You kinda gotta yeah. make sure that you're doing your job, right? Mm-hmm. And then what, whatever else that's out of your control in terms of, like, what your teammates are doing or, like, you could try to talk to them and you got to know how to talk to them as well so y'all can get on the same page. But that's more so the coach's responsibility. Gotcha. Um, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, obviously, it depends on how close your team is and I, the closer y'all are, the better chance y'all going to have a winner. People they underestimate how big of a deal that is, especially in Europe. If you got two Americans on your team that know each other and they from like the same area and that play, they gonna have a winning season. I guarantee it. Every yeah. time. Just just off the chemistry. And so yeah, so I just try to step away, know when to say something, Might not say nothing for the next couple of days, but just try to really focus on myself, watch film, see what I did wrong, see where I can how I can help other guys because at playing point guard, you know, I gotta get everybody in the right position. So facts.
1: Uh what are some of your game game day routines that you do before every game? If you have if you have anything. Just mm-hmm. more
0: like I kinda get up, stretch. Right. So I do so I do like all my affirmations and like meditation, and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. before every game. But other than that, I kinda just play it on how I feel. Like sometimes I might take a nap but sometimes I can't sleep, so I ain't gonna, like, force myself to take a nap, but I'm definitely gonna be laying down, like, off my feet. Yeah. And then I just kind of play it off that, uh, depending on the city that I'm in, I try, if it's a home game, I try to eat the same thing. Yeah. Um, if it's a road game, I, you ain't got no control over that, but yeah. th- th- that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really have a playlist or nothing like that. Like, yeah, I let, I'm, I'm the type of, you, you Yeah, know? I'm the type of person that just let, like to let albums play, so, like, I might make a playlist, but I prefer to let albums play. So it just really just depends on the mood. Like sometimes I might be listening to Herbo. Yep. Sometimes I might be listening to Travis Scott. Sometimes I might be listening to like jazz, bro. Honestly. Gotcha. Like Erica yeah. Badu, Lauren Hill. All types yeah. of stuff. Just depend on I just like to I just like to go with it. Yep. Um so like you say,
1: when you do have a pregame meal, what do you try to stick to? You know, do you go light? Do you go
0: with fruit, salad? You know, what do you usually go with? Right. So if I got control over that for a home game, um, most of the time I try to eat like some pasta, get some carbs, something something real light. I don't like to eat real heavy. Like I'm definitely not going to eat like no burger or no pizza nothing crazy like that. Uh, I'm big on fruit, especially if it's some good fruit. We ain't staying in a good hotel. They got some real fresh fruit. Yeah. I'm going to kidnap all of that. Yeah. And then, you know, that's pretty much it, bro. I stay I stay big on water. I don't really drink too much juice or nothing like that. Just that's it. Like, I'm I ain't, I'm ain't, not asking for too much. I don't need no lobster or nothing before the game. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got you. Uh,
1: what was the most exciting game you ever played
0: in, bro? The most exciting game I ever played in was my second season in um, Germany it was just playing in the playoffs we had we had a amazing home court advantage um it was our first year in that league a lot of people didn't i'm sure didn't think that we was going to be as good as we were we shocked yep. a lot of people and so our fans showed out like our, our arena held maybe like 5000 and we was sold out every home game every road game they was right there with us it was probably a 2 hour drive yeah. It was right there with us. Just that environment was electric for sure. At a at the professional level, I know I played at Louisville, and that was like real high level. But it's totally different at the professional level when you know, like when it, it's different. You getting paid It's just it's a different feeling. You you know what I'm saying? The energy is different in the building. You know these people came to see you. They got your jerseys on.
1: Yeah, college.
0: It's not really. You don't really get that feeling. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would definitely say that was probably one of the best environments that I played in. Got you. Um, For you, bro, do you have, like, a a special number that you try to wear every time you play? Nah, not really. Not really. I done switched my number up a few times. I'm rocking with three right now. I'm just going to rock with that. But to me, like, I've had numbers and they meant something to me at that time, and they still do. But, like... Uh I'm not, like, so on a number right now, you feel me? Okay,
1: okay. What has basketball taught you, bro, that carries into life?
0: Everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Accountability. Discipline. (sighs) Gotta have discipline, man. And you gotta have self-accountability. Like, if you ain't, like, you can't lie to nobody but yourself. You know how they say don't cheat the grind? Like, it ain't gonna give you nothing you ain't worked for? Like you know? that's real, and that's in real life too. Like, ain't nobody gonna give you no know, handouts. Like, especially how I grew up. Like, I'm not looking for no handout. I want to get it on my own. So, yeah. Just, just, just having that mindset at all times. Like, account. I would say self accountability and discipline is like the main things. Got you. Um,
1: what would be some advice that you would give to the younger generation or the upcoming hoopers? Um, you know, like just some motivation to get them to keep them on the right path to keep grinding and stuff like that
0: man you just gotta keep believing in yourself that's like that's like the main thing i think a lot of people quit and give up because they see like that it ain't there or they see the man next to them that's getting it before them everybody got everybody got these like expectations in their head of where they supposed to be at at a certain time and like that's just not realistic like yeah. Like, like I feel like life is about changing and adapting and like being how well you can adapt is gonna like control how far you go because you're gonna always have to adapt. Because everything always changing. So I would just say believe in yourself. Don't don't look at the next man. Like really know it's a marathon. Like stand on that and embrace it. Whether you get there quick or you get there slow, like it's still gonna be a marathon. Whenever you get there, it's still gonna be a marathon. Like what's next? Yeah. Like what's next? Don't ever get complacent. Got you. All about that timing. Time is everything, man. Timing is everything. And the thing is, like, you got to be ready, like, when that time comes. Because if you're not, like, say, like, if you, if you, even if you're a stud, right, and you get, and then something happened, life happened, and you, you, you on your, you sitting down on the couch, right, and you feeling bad, like, feeling sad, like, complaining, down on yourself, then you get that, and you, and you being envious, like, Man, I should have that opportunity, like right. XYZ, like this should be my opportunity. But like if you ain't if you ain't ready when you get that opportunity
1: It's gonna pass you by.
0: Right. You just did you just did all that talking for nothing because this was your chance right here. All right, this what you asked for, right? Now yeah. are you ready right now. But that's the hardest thing, like being able to do that without knowing when that opportunity gonna come. Right. It's a marathon right. though. Give me your favorite hoop and shoe. <sighs> Kyrie's. Which one? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Any-, Any lows. Any lows. I'm big on the lows. Okay. I'm big on the lows. Favorite basketball movie? He got game.
1: Okay, now I'm going to hit you with either, you know, you got to pick between the two. I know we kind of hit this one. MJ or Kobe? MJ. Bron or KD. Katie, Steph or Dame, Steph, Harden or Luca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go Luca. Everybody know, but, all right. I'm gonna tell you why though. Like, I'm gonna go okay. Luca just just cause like Luca has a, a winning character. Luca like, got the whole package to me. He the whole rebound, package. He can passed every day. I feel like card is dominant. I'm, not, I'm bones, not even boy. I'm not even talking about like skills. I'm mm-hmm. talking about like from the neck up like you can see that he's a he's he's a, he's talking like he can you can see that guys like gravitate towards him. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. got to have that somewhat like Steph do, like how how Steph built that culture in the Warriors organization. Luca got that same type of Demeanor about him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he gonna galvanize people, and they gonna go as far as he go, and they gonna and they gonna ride for him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, All right, you can't you can't say the same thing about every other superstar. Okay. Uh, Kawhi, Giannis. Kawhi.
1: Bradley Bill or Jimmy Butler. Jb. Okay. And... Jimmy buckets. Yeah. Um. Yo, get your B. Jokic, okay, okay. Um, who do you feel is the most underrated player in the NBA right now?
0: Damian Lillard. Why do you think that? He's so underrated. Like I, I don't. I'm not gonna say he's underrated, but like he does not. He ain't getting enough credit. He ain't getting enough credit. He mm-hmm. he, he wanted. He wanted the best. Like. He 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 a lot of he a lot of people favorite player favorite player, I I guarantee it. Yeah, I ain't even
1: mad at that because I I'm a I'm a big Melo fan. Melo my favorite player. Right, so he came back and signed to Portland. Dame is my second favorite player. So when he got the team up, I was man, I was running through the house, going crazy. Yeah, but now I, I just, I just need them to get Melo a ring, bro, because you know they're gonna hold that over Melo's head. Like he may be a Hall For of Famer, sure. but he ain't got no you know. So I'm just like, come on, man, I need them to get that ring, bro. For sure,
0: that West tough though. (laughs) All right, give me your top five rappers of all time. All time, all time. Shout out to Goat. It's his birthday. Yo, Biggie. Okay. Wheezy. Okay. I ain't gonna say Drake a top five rapper of all time, but he a top five artist. Fact. He a t- he a top two artist. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> I um, give you that. Um. What I say? Ho. O-B, Biggie, Wayne. Wayne. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nas. I listen to a lot of this old. I, I listen to a lot of this stuff. I know a lot of people pr- probably don't hear like, what? But I listen to a lot of this old yeah, music. You kind of scare me with this last spot, bro. Why? Because I'm missing somebody?
1: But you may be different. You may not rock with it. So I'm waiting to see what you're going to say. Everybody's different. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I know you're probably thinking Pac or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking Pac. But I'm going to go Snoop over Pac. I ain't mad at that. And that's just my that's just how I feel about it. I'm not mad at that at all, bro.
1: Alright, so if you could listen to three albums, only three albums of all time, which
0: three albums would you rock with? For the rest any, of my life? Yeah, any genre, anything. Alright, Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Probably college dropout. Yeah. Kanye right there in that category too though. For yeah. the top of all time. And then probably um man, that's so tough. I probably I probably gotta go I probably gotta go take care. I just need some uh diversity if it's only three albums, you feel me? I got you. I go with uh, <laughs> I go with Mm. Graduation by Kanye,
1: Victory Lap Nip definite, and in my three I probably go with American Gangster by Jay Z. That's a tough one. I probably go with that one. Yeah,
0: American Gangster was tough. That's de- that's debatable though, bro. It depend on my mood, man. Yeah, exactly. I just I just need some diversity because like I would have said like Blueprint, like uh-huh. stuff like that, but yeah. I need some I need some diversity if it's only three albums. Yup. I ain't mad at that, bro. I listen to everything. I listen to jazz, Motown, anything. I'm just,
1: depending yeah. on my mood, gospel. Yeah. Um. So give me five rappers
0: current that you rock with. Man, it's a lot of good music out. I ain't going to lie. You got to go, Baby. Definitely. That's like everybody um, number one. Yeah, you got to go, Baby. You got to go, I'm going to go, uh, Herbo. I got to go Uzi right now. Because that, that Uzi in the Future is crazy. Um, that's three, right? So, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go Davies, and Ooh. then I'm
1: going to
0: go, and then I'm going to go, um, I'm gonna go Jack Harlow. I know a lot of people ain't hip to that, but you just blew my mind with that one, bro. I know a lot of people ain't hip to that, and they a lot of people only know that what's popping, but he got a lot of other music. He got a so, lot of other music, good music. So where where Dirk at? Oh, you don't rock with Dirk? No, I definitely rock with Dirk. Dirk okay. right there. Okay. So Dirk, like, six? Five. Yeah, but I ain't wanna just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't wanna just go, like, Herb, Dirk, Polo, like, I ain't waiting. Hey, that. That. And that's what you rocking, <laughs> bro.
1: Hey, that's what you're Uh, What's your favorite city to play in besides
0: the crib? City to play in? I played in a. I mean, I don't play. I didn't play in a lot of places, but, like, you know, sometimes you don't really get that experience. Like, you. You Got know that. what I mean? Like, to yeah. experience the city. So, in terms of just, like, the environment, I would say Florida State. That's a good Like, one. Florida State was, oh, my God. It was so – but when we played there, I think we was ranked, like, eighth. They was ranked fifth. They had Bacon, Jonathan Isaac. Oh, so they, they were lit. Yeah, they was loaded. So, oh, my God. That environment was something ridiculous. I can only imagine, bro. Yeah. All right, what's your favorite song right now? Probably that moment of clarity. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was some of
1: the best advice somebody ever gave you? Save your money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Save your money. <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> no for real that's that's
0: that's definitely that's definitely that's definitely one of the more recent advice that really yeah. hit home
1: yeah.
0: and then just like just like believing in yourself bro like i can't say how much that like how important that is like them self-talks that everybody have like don't nobody really talk about that to other people but like yeah. everybody had that self-talk you know what i'm saying like being able to control that and just knowing like who you are and being confident in that, that's so important. Like, that's just going right. to carry you through life with a different energy. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's so important. Like, everything everything in this world, is for for me, playing basketball, like, I play at the pro level. So now it's, like, it's physical. Like, I can always get better, Yeah, obviously. But when it's time to play, it's more mental than anything. It's more mental than anything. Being able to control that, being able to adapt to things when it ain't going your way. Yeah. Being able to, having that emotional control. That's so important, bro. Thanks. Nice. And
1: then the last one I got for you, Brody, is, uh, you know, if you name somebody I don't know, you know what I'm saying, plug me with them. But who do you think I should have on here next to help tell their story, get to know them?
0: Man. I got you. My homie. He, uh, so he recently just. I played with him at Penn. He was a teammate. He's from Camden, New Jersey. I don't know if you heard of that city before. Yes, Small city in Jersey, but yeah, it, they, it go down. Uh, I went to Penn with him. Uh, I played. With, he played a few years pro. I played against him with him in Germany. Yeah. Now he's um Now he's like a, a player. Player development guy for the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, so he got he got all type of gems, man. Uh, my homie Darnell Foreman. I know y'all know him, but i I seen his tag and all of that. Okay. He, yeah, definitely. He definitely one you should tap in with. Definitely. Like I said, just uh, hit him for me. You know what I'm
1: saying? Just some of their stuff, I'm going to hit him.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like I said, appreciate you for joining me, bro. Definitely dope interview. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All the success to you. I don't know if you're going to play it. again with the with COVID, whatever's going on. Um, Just stay healthy, bro. Keep grinding. And, uh, yeah, we're going to chop it up.
0: No, definitely. Appreciate it. Appreciate all right, love, you, brody. Uh, I appreciate it. Be safe, uh bye. Bye.